What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Laura, what do you got? So yesterday, the Hollywood Walk of Fame announced the people they are honoring. And I wanted to share a few of the people that stood out to me. Salma Hayek. My baby daddy, Michael B. Jordan. He just mm. doesn't know yet. <laughs> my baby daddy. <laughs> Regina King. Carrie Fisher. Tracy Ellis Ross, who I love. Keenan oh, yeah. Thompson. Black Eyed mm. Peas. Ashanti. DJ Khaled. Avril Lavigne. Los Huracanes del Norte. Nipsey Hussle. And Angelica Vale. Um, Holly Robinson Pete. I mean, there's more, but these are. I mean, that's my girl, though. You okay, well, I'm sorry. Off? You, you shout out. I'm going to put the whole list on my Twitter, but these are the ones that I wanted to shout out. Right. Tracy Ellis Ross, I love her. I love that show. Love I love her. Love Everything her. she does. She's hilarious. She's, She's amazing. great. Yeah. She shout is. out to the Black Eyed Peas. I'm a little. I'm not sure how I feel about this Avril Lavigne thing, though. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> God, I wasn't the only one. Yeah, she. Right. I yeah. was like, why would you take that to Canada? I don't know about about that, but I mean, I I liked her music, but it seems as if her time in the sun was brief. Mm-hmm. And it seems as if if you're on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, brevity should not be one of the qualifications. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, do you? Yeah, is it going to be the one by the Bed Bath and Beyond? I always like that spot. Yo, I literally left that to see if anyone else would be like, "What the? Why?" Because yeah. I thought it was just like that sore. What? Yeah. And I'm LZ, I love that you caught it. <laughs> LZ. So her career spanned uh, from 2002 to 2015. Well, she recorded from 2002 to 2015. But I would say her hit-making days were from 2002 to maybe 2005, maybe? Maybe six? You know, started with Complicated, which is a great song. Yeah. Um, and then she had a series of hits that were, you know, that similar sort of sound and edge. And then I think people got over the Skater Boy thing and moved on. Shout out to Kenan Thompson. I love Kenan. Absolutely. Keenan should be in the Saturday Night Live Hall of Fame. Like, Dude, he's one I of the think. most underrated characters or character actors. Seriously, that guy's great. And he's been on forever. Forever. See, Avril Lavigne, that's what we're talking about. Forever. <laughs> Not hating, though. Not hating. Oh, man. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by our friends at Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes mm-hmm. from wherever you are. All right, we got a boatload of calls, so we are going to get to those here in just a quick second, so make sure you stick around uh, for that. We've got our poll up. Who could break up Sedano, LZ, and Cap? We were talking about that because it was the Tony Braxton Secrets album anniversary. That's the album that caused all the friction with the Dallas Mavericks back in 1996. So right now, as it stands, the uh, voting is in at the moment, and Keyshawn is in the lead at 35.2%. Amanda Brown, our boss, is uh, at 31%. Trudell at 9%. Yeah, Trudell at 19.7%, and then nice. Other at 14. A lot of write-ins for Michael Thompson. People yep. asking if Mason could break us up. Uh, someone said that Momo would be the home wrecker. Um, they're, they're, <laughs> why you got to make Momo the home wrecker? I know. Um, I was like, why you say it like that? Trudell's oh. yeah. got 20% now. I just voted for him. Yeah, and then uh, Marcellus got one singular vote, write-in vote, actually. Marcellus? Yeah. What's his last name? Wallace? 
Wiley. Wiley. Oh, oh Wiley. different Marcellus. Remember what him? did he guy. used to do? Different guy. He used to work in this time slot a long time ago. Oh, 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 I remember now. Oh, yeah. the white guy from New York. That's no, him. no, no, no. That's him. Yes, he's no, from no. New York. No, right. the white Columbia guy from University. New York is on oh. at 11. Oh, oh, oh. 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 No, right. no. That's the oh. Kellerman character. Got oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll look up the guy who worked with him. They speak up. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll look that up and see what yeah. happens. He used that. to be on, on, you know, he'd occasionally be on your TV show, Elsie. When was that? You know, back in the day. Back when it was on? <laughs> yeah, back in the day. I hadn't even thought about that. I was yeah. like, oh, Marcellus come back. Could he break us up? He I did could. see somebody said Alex Smith. That's Alex not Smith. really the game. Yeah, different mm-hmm. kind of game. That's a different kind of game. I like that your <laughs> different head is going, kind of game. I mean, if Marcellus wanted to come back, you know, I mean, Cap, I know you love, you're good at football and stuff, but, you know. No, no, Marcellus, Marcellus would be like, yo, I'm coming back, and then Cap, get out, because he'd still be pissed at me. Well, why you know? would he kick Cap? Why would, why he, would he be pissed out? at you? Yeah, why would, why, did you rip him when he out. was a Charger or something? Dude, I used to rip him all. No way! Oh, really? Oh, dude. Oh, this is, oh, I want to oh, hear this. Time. Give me you, some of your greatest you hits. ripped pro bowler Marcellus Wiley? Dude, I ripped him all. All the time. Oh, no, no. Give me some of the greatest hits. I want to hear this. This Hold on, hold on. Chris, please be recording. This is a promo. I would rip Marcellus from the beginning. When Marcellus was in Buffalo, you know, there was a quarterback controversy at the time. Do you guys recall? There was little Doug Flutie. Yeah. Against mm-hmm. Southern California's own Rob Johnson. Do you guys yeah, with his this? bandanas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and Marcellus was... Um, he chose a side and told the world about it. Hey, Doug Flutie should be our quarterback. And I know... That's the right choice. He was the right choice. <laughs> well, I, well, regardless, that's ancient history. <laughs> ancient history. Uh, he was the guy that was stirring the drink, stirring the pot, you know? So then he, when the Buffalo front office leaves and goes to the then San Diego Chargers... They bring Marcellus with them. Right. Like, John Butler, right, was the right, GM? Was the general manager. Yes. And then it didn't take long before little Dougie came too, you know, and, and they became the Buffalo Bills of the West. And Marcellus was a good player. He was good. He was, was a never. Pro bowler. He was, he was good. He was never great. Take over the team, take over the city. He was always about being a big personality. And so yeah. I was on the radio at the time, and dude, I would just rip him. You know, especially if it didn't go well or if he made a mistake, whatever it was. So I was ripping him before he even got there. And so, yeah, I think Marcellus could break us up and then he'd so, throw wait, me so out. So you were ripping Marcellus Correct. because Correct. you thought he was too focused on off-the-field activities? Correct. That's probably right. Yeah. And, and those off-the-field activities that he was involved with, were they in the media? Um, I think at the time... He was mostly promoting that he was a DJ and he was calling himself that dude. And he had this Jeep and he had it like all tricked out. And it was all about him and his music and what he was doing with his off the field life. And there were a whole group of characters that were kind of coming in and out at that time, you know. So Marcellus, by the way, did have two great years. He only did make the Pro Bowl once, as you pointed out, LZ. In Buffalo, uh, his last year there, he had 10 and a half sacks. That was, that's a great year. A great uh, double year. digit sacks is a great year. And then 13 that first year in San Diego. So, Cap, he was making you eat it that first year. But then after that, it yeah. was six sacks, three sacks. Well, and then he went to, to Dallas. Double. Then he went to Dallas and stole Jerry Jones' money, which we always joke about. And, uh, and then he went to Jacksonville to cash one more check, and I ain't mad at him for that either. <laughs> he got double, though. After that big first year, it was like, look out for Marcellus. And so right. he started facing more. 
more opponents, I would say. Who, who was the other? What? Who was opposite him? You know what the other thing then. was? Oh, was they were terrible back then. You, yeah. What years were those, George? What year did he get there when that? Uh, okay, so he seasons? got there. I hold on. He got Three, there in two thousand one. Oh one. Okay. Yeah, he was there. Oh one two. Three. Yeah. Those and they, were his and guys, years. guys, they were so bad back then. They had just drafted Ladanian Tomlinson and Drew Brees yeah. in the same draft. Right. And they got Marcellus Wiley. And they were so bad for those first few years. And they had so much money and there was so much hype around Marcellus. And he was such a character and a, a performer. Because, you know, if he got a sack, even if the Chargers were down 25 to 0, you know, he was dancing like, you know, they're about to win the Super Bowl. And so, yeah, it just, yeah, I used to rip him proudly. So it's funny, you're right. Uh, they uh, And you obviously would know you were there. 5-11 and 11 under Mike Riley. Norv Turner was the offensive coordinator. Then Marty Schottenheimer the second year. They went 8-8. Eight and eight. Cam Cameron was the offensive coordinator. And someone named Dale Lindsay was the defensive coordinator. Yep. Um, and then 2003, back to 4-12 and 12 under Marty, uh, Cam Cameron, and Dale Lindsay. So yeah, then, I would imagine then, that was Marty's you know last year. And then Marcellus left, and things started to turn around. Not blaming Marcellus, of course, yeah. but I mean, things did turn around. Oh, no, they did. The next year... Marty was still there. That's true. Um, and they went 12-4. and four. But they yeah. drafted Drew Brees and had LaDainian Thomason. <laughs> like, right. they right. became better because they right. got better with players but at all. I won't it, blame it, all that it on Marcellus. Was, you know, I mean, it, 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 they did. Marcellus wasn't around, though, for that 12-4. and four. Hey, it's not personal. It was just fun back then, man. But but he would he will come in. He will come in, dude, and he'll be like, um, "Oh, I'm here to break up SLK," and he would take me, pick me up, and throw me out. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was like that. No, then he I definitely would. He no, he. Yeah. You know what it would Happy be like? Happy anniversary, like, by the way, Marcellus. Yeah. yeah I think it would be. I think it'd be, it would be more like this. Who are you? I'm sorry. Who? Oh, the guy in San Diego back in the day used to rip you. Hmm. No, I have no idea who you are. Yeah. I think that's what it'd be more like. All right. Well, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Let's go to the phones. We have Manuel in Gardena. Manuel, como estás, mi hermano? Oh, hermano. First off, to all three of you gentlemen, I want to wish you a happy Father's Day, because you. fathers in America are very, very important. All right. So hopefully, any of these young bucks listening are fathers, not just dads. So anyway, um. This is SLK all day, man. Kaplan's gone, and I'm gone. So I hope they're listening. Because, man, my man Cap brings the heat. And, again, I know I, you reinforced why I like you, Cap. Rob Johnson got jobs in Buffalo. And, yeah, people forget the Music City Miracle was the only reason Rob Johnson would have had a playoff win. Right? You got That's it. True. You got it. USC's own Rob Johnson. Yes, sir. So, hey, fellas, great show as always. Hey, Manuel, I was listening this morning when you called into Sliwa to ask Slee, does he wear a tank top or a hoodie? (laughs) So I heard you this morning talking to Travis, too, my brother. What does he wear? That's right. That's right. Does he wear a hoodie? Yes, he does. He says he oh, never shows you, his Lord. skin, and he says he's like white <laughs> Wait, like a what? goat. What do you mean he never shows his skin? <laughs> he said what the hell he, kind of answer is that? <laughs> he said that he used to wear like the, the you, uh, tank Lord. tops underneath like his shirt and tie when he used to be out selling. <laughs> Wait. And he said that was the last time he wore it. It was funny. Wow. I, he, who says they don't want to show their skin? out? I, like, I, I think he said that. I he, mean, he's a crazy right. person, that little Sliwa. Good Lord. He's got uh, his own boom. What's that? See, he's got his own boom. Yeah, yeah. Michael in Santa Fe Springs. Michael, what up? 
J. George, LZ, Cap, listen, I got it. You guys want somebody to come home. I got that. You guys want someone that can score the mid-range game. Got that. He checks off at the three-point range. He is not LZ, but ZL, Zach Levine. That's who I want. If I can have Zach Levine, we can open up the floor. The cat can jump, shoot all day long at mid-range and also a three-pointer. And he's coming home. He was a UCLA product. Right. He's a Washington kid, but he's a UCLA kid, yes. Man, we would have to give him AD. Like you do, you do know he's no longer, you know. Yeah, but he makes like twenty something million. He makes like twenty something million. He doesn't make that that much. Yeah, but I'm I'm not seeing Chicago giving him up. Oh, I think they will. Oh yeah, I think they will. Go yeah, on. I, I I think for the right deal they will. Well, I just said they had to give him it. AD. So no, no, but he makes twenty million dollars. Nineteen five. I'm looking at it right here. Yeah, he. You can have him. They're not in love Thank with him. You. I'll take him all day. They're not in love with him. That's what I hear. They're not in love with him. Huh. Like, you know, they like him, you know, but not in love with him. All right, thank you, bro. Appreciate you. 877-710-ESPN. So there you go, LZ. What do you think, Zach Levine? Tell me on the other side. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sit out, LZ Cap with you here on 710 ESPN each and every day. Heading into Father's Day, we have been nominating... A father. We've been Mm -hmm. taking the nominations. We have selected our folks here for this Father's Day. Harris Resort SoCal Prize of a one-night stay and $100 resort credit. Today we have Eric Maldonado Jr. My man, thank you for joining us. Let me read this for you, okay? This is from your lovely wife, I believe. I am nominating my partner, who is an amazing father in person. We both have one child from a previous relationship and a three-year-old together. Unfortunately, my 11-year-old son does not have his biological father in his life. My partner, Eric Maldonado Jr., has stepped in for the last six years and has raised my son like his own. He has taken care of him while I was attending school, took him to get haircuts with him, taught him how to swim and ride a bike. My son truly loves him no different than his own father. And this is obvious with the way my son acts towards him. Not only does he work full time, he masters picking up kids from school, cooking and cleaning all before I arrive home from work. Both of his daughters are daddy's girls 100%. He is such a blessing to have as my children's father. And this is why I wanted to nominate him. He is a hardcore sports fanatic, specifically Dodgers and Lakers and ESPN in general. Please pick him. It would mean so much. So uh, congratulations to you, my man. Uh, Thanks again, man. I appreciate that. That's that's very touching. She's never told me any of that. Okay. <laughs> she just did. Yeah. That's, that's, that's actually really good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like she's trained you well, man. You know, you, you got the whole place cleaned up. You got the you got the dinner on the table by the time she comes home. She should say nice things about your brother. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's That's really great to hear, man. What words of advice would you give to someone who is – considering entering a relationship with someone who has children that's not their biological kids? Oh, my God. Great question. Well, I mean, my advice to start out would be to, you know, to just to just make sure that you really love that person first before you even 
you know, deal with their kids or whatnot, you know, and, and, and that's the way that me and her did it. You know, we didn't bring our kids around each other for a while, you know, so that, that would be my first bit of advice. But I mean, I've, I've always loved kids, you know, I unfortunately, you know, never met my father, um, did the ancestry thing to make a long story short. I got 15 siblings all around the same age, um, from this guy. So, I mean, like for me, it was really easy to just, you know, to just pick up that ball and just, you know, and just, just treat them like my own, you know? Absolutely, brother. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. I always have so much respect for guys who do that. And now I, you know, it's such a great question, LZ, because I find myself in a relationship with a woman who has two kids and I don't want to overstep my boundaries, you know? Um, so that's really, that's awesome advice, man. Congratulations and happy Father's Day to you, bro. Thank you. Happy Father's Day to all you guys as well. All right, brother. Appreciate it. Enjoy it, man. And enjoy the Harris Resort SoCal one night stay and $100 resort credit. Thanks again and enjoy the weekend. All right, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. There he is, Eric Maldonado Jr. You guys, I've I've made a decision, man. What's that? I've made a decision. Yeah. I'm rooting for all the NBA teams that is being led by someone under 25 years old. That's my new thing now. It's my new thing. There's a lot of teams, though. Not really. Are they being led by someone 25 and under? Well, that's right left. now. That's left, yeah. I that's mean, left. there's Phoenix. There's uh, Atlanta. There is um, who Utah. Else? I mean, Utah, right? And um, then. Who else is left? I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. That seems like three. <laughs> uh, well, there's only four, te- you know. I'm just saying, usually there's a lot of teams like going, well, it's not like it's like 50. <laughs> no, of so course, like, there's not 50 left at this it's stage. Like, so I'm rooting for Utah versus Brooklyn, or Utah, I'm sorry, Utah versus um, Phoenix in the West. Mm-hmm. And Trey Young, man, like I know people were like saying, oh, man, how could Atlanta make this trade? Luka's such a better player. They got a job, blah, blah, blah. Trey Young is showing out he this is. postseason, man. He is. I'd still rather have Luka, though. <laughs> he is showing out. You can like you can kind of like whoever you want. Luca's team has been blown up. They living over in Atlanta for Trey right. Young right, right now. They also play in the East. It's a little different, right? Buckets are buckets, man. But wait a second, LZ. You're saying you're now rooting for teams that have young stars. So you said you want to see Utah take on Phoenix. Utah right? versus Phoenix, man. I want to okay. see Donovan versus Book for a chance to play for the chip. That to me is more compelling. And no, this is no disrespect or hate to the Clippers franchise whatsoever. But as someone who's been in and around this league for damn near 20 years, I always found the story of who the next generation was going to be and who was going to be the one to lead the next generation more fascinating than the old heads trying to hold on or get through for the first time. I always found the young players more interesting. All right. I'm going the opposite side of the coin completely here. And I would much rather see the Clippers make it into the Western Conference Finals because I'm a story person. I like a good story. And so for a team that's never made it, in a year where the Lakers were defending their title and didn't get through the first round and got knocked out by Phoenix, and that's who the Clippers would be playing, the storyline of Kawhi, we've obviously talked a lot about the other storylines, Paul George. Uh, I'm, I would much rather see the Clippers and the Suns in the Western Conference Finals then see Utah. Hmm. George, you want to play Paula Abdul here and adjudicate? 
I would rather see Paul George and 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 this like the Clippers make history, um, franchise history, and play the Suns and Chris Paul have his uh, potential revenge series. Like I'd rather see that. I think that's a better storyline, personally. I mean, as everyone's going to have their own opinion. Everyone's but I think, got their own their own thing. I, but that that I would just, be the storyline I would like to see. That reminds me a potential, you know. Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell matchup reminds me of like the the 80s where it was like, ooh, we're superstars going to you know do what and blah, 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 blah. I don't feel that energy um, anymore. You know, the, the matchup thing. I don't feel that anymore. So maybe the reasons why I'm gravitating towards these young guys is because these are the teams that drafted them. This is watching sure, them come up a little yeah. bit. And yeah. now they're on this stage and the runway isn't cleared because they bust their ass and got through it. Mm-hmm. That's what's so beautiful about it. Right. They right. didn't get handouts. They earned this. They did, for sure. I don't think there's any doubt. If the Clippers get through, they will have earned this, right? I mean, come on, without Kawhi? No, that too, especially no, without say, Kawhi. No, I'm not saying they – I'm not excluding anyone else from earning it. Correct, correct. I'm just simply pointing out that these are teams being led by children, basically. Trey Young yeah. is 22 years old, man. Which is hard. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's it's 22. Hard. I understand. Yeah. But I called THT a, a child earlier this year, and I heard, no, he's a grown man. I mean, I'm with you. They're kids, man. These guys are babies, 22 years old. Seriously, 22. I mean, I know – I, I know when I was 18, I thought 22 was a full-blown grown adult. Now no. I'm now I'm I'm 50, and I'm like 22 is a child. It's a child, and and I mean, he went and he being Trey went into New York and balled out at 22 years old. We saw what Book did in L.A. and what is Book like 24? I think. Like it's, it's uh, Booker is 24. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like these are kids, man, stepping up, and I just want to see them. I want to see these kids against each other. Like they're not—they're knocking out old heads. I want to see them fight each other. That's what I'm rooting for. But you I, make a very I, compelling case. But I still want to see the Clippers get through. Yeah, I want to see the Clippers and Chris Paul. Like I—I I, yeah, that—that that would be the way where where I would be. Um, all right. So listen, coming up in a few minutes, Greg, we're gonna—we have our—we're uh, gonna play Big Deal or No Deal, highest rated segment on this show, and we sometimes. We'll have a guest play with us, right? And this week we have Pablo Cisniega, the goalkeeper for LAFC, right? That's who's coming up with us? Yes, he is. Okay, cool. So he's going to join us in a little bit. I also have this really funny story that I want to get to uh, about a journalist in um, the South who was in a fantasy league. This is And hilarious. long story short, he lost his fantasy league. So his bet was that – or the, the – the, the, I guess the payoff for the bet – was that he had to go to a Waffle House for 24 hours. Or he could knock off hours by eating one full waffle for every hour he wanted to knock off. So, in essence, he could eat 24 waffles as as quickly as he could, and it would be over, or he'd have to be there for the entire 24 hours. And honestly, I think that is an incredible bet. Because, first of all, I would try to get it over with as quickly as possible, but you're probably going to be sick one way or the other eating that many waffles, whether it's in 24 hours or 24 minutes. Or sitting there for the next however long it's going to be. However many waffles you can take down. Have you guys hung out at a Waffle House before? I have, man. I have, had yes. a couple of things It's wonderful. Yeah, but 24 hours? Come on. 24 it's hours is a long time. Well, 24 hours is a long time for anything. Right. right. For I anything. mean, the Waffle House, you could do some grits. Yeah, but if you've got to eat all those waffles... 
You know no, what I'm no, saying? No, no, you gotta eat those waffles if you want. If you to want leave. to get, if you want to, if you want if to you cheat want to the leave. code, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. But I'm just like, ooh. You know how many waffles browns. he ate? I think it was nine. I think yeah. the story was he ate nine. Of yeah, them. yeah. He ate so nine. that's all he did. He he was in this this waffle house for whatever it was, 14, 15 hours. Now that's a that's an interesting bet to make with your fantasy football team. I think I got one worse though. Okay, what's that? I saw a guy, true story, swear to God who lost his fantasy football league, and the league decided, well, this was all before the league started, that we get to decide a tattoo, and we get to decide where it is on your body, not like face or whatever. This guy had to get a tattoo. He lost his fantasy football league. A tattoo of Dean Spanos, the owner of the Chargers, for now, mm-hmm. he had to get a, a tattoo of Dean Spanos's face on his leg. And, dude... When you have to get a tattoo that you don't want of someone you don't like, that's way worse than the Waffle House. In Why my would opinion. you do that bad? So stupid, right? So dumb. No, I ain't ever tattooing nothing, bro. That's stupid. <laughs> no, that is the yeah. dumbest thing to do, a tattoo bet. Yeah. By the way, we've got an update here. Uh, Mike Conley Jr. is available to play tonight, according to the Jets. So we, we'll see how that Im- you know, impacts tonight's game. Uh, but coming up next, we're going to play our game, the biggest game we do here each and every day, highest-rated uh, segment on the show, big deal or no deal. And Pablo Cisniega, the goalkeeper of LAFC, is going to play with us. That's coming up in two minutes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, Sedano, LZ, and Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. We're going to play Big Deal or No Deal in just a moment. We're joined by Pablo Cisniega, who will be our special guest today, our goalkeeper for the LAFC. Pablo, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Good. So... Talk to me a little bit about the team real quick before we play the game. They've prepped you for the game, I would presume, yes? Yes, they have. Okay. So talk to me about where the team's at right now, how you're feeling about where you guys are at this particular moment. Um, I think it was a little bit of a rough start to the season. I don't think that we got off kind of the way we, we were expecting to. But we have a good opportunity tomorrow to play Houston and to to get back on track. So I think it's going to be, going to be a fun game, back at full capacity. So I'm really looking forward to it. All right. I'd love to hear your opinion about that. Playing without fans versus playing mm-hmm. with fans and playing in front of fans. What do you think? Oh, for me, I love playing with fans. It makes it makes a huge difference just having the support. Even even with opposing fans, I just I like it a lot more because it gets my adrenaline going. It just it, it makes it feel different from practice, you know. So I, I'm super super excited to get to get back to playing with fans. You are happy to hear the fans and to see the fans. Do you know what they're saying? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, especially with our fans, I, I pretty much know all the chants because they're so Excellent, because that's exactly what I job. want you to do. I want you to do your favorite <laughs> chant. Well done, Pablo. My favorite chant? It's got to be the the jump for L.A. If you've been to the stadium, you know which one I'm talking about. Oh, so. no, no. You see, you skipping it, steps. We want you to do the chant. Oh, no, no, no. I can't. I can't do that. You got to go to the game <laughs> to experience it firsthand. All right, all right. All right, all right, cool. All right, Greg, are we ready for the game? Of course we are. All right, let's do it. All right, Pablo, a loving father decided to take six months and email and sending letters to celebrities to put together a graduation video for his daughter graduating high school. Some of the celebs included Mark Wahlberg, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Bob Saget, Kate Dennings, and a whole bunch of other guys and and females. Is this a big deal or no deal? I mean, it's probably a big deal to the, to the daughter, no? I'd say. I would agree with that. It is a big deal to her if he if the dad was able to get all these people. But, I mean, Pablo, I don't know about you, man, but that's an awful lot of time. You know, I got to find these people. I got to email them. I mean, how do you communicate? How do I get a hold of these people? And then to get them to actually do it, hey, Dad, it's Father's Day. Hats off to you, man. Big deal. Yeah, for sure. For sure a big deal. I, I agree. All right. I'm with What's you. next? All right, Pablo. So Michael Thompson is basically a king around here, and he's a big tweeter, um, and he says very funny things. So I want to know if you think this is a big deal or not. If you, he tweeted this today. If you work for planners, do you say you work for peanuts? I I honestly don't get it. Yeah. What's, what's planners? Planters is a company that d- sells peanuts. He's like, twenty five, like the- Greg. Oh. For heaven's sake, you seen all those I know. I mean, seriously, Greg. <laughs> all, right, yeah. all right, all right. We'll do a different Let's one. Go to now. a next. Go to another question. Right. Right. A, que- a question that would be more age appropriate. For okay. The love well, of you, God. you, you, good <laughs> answer, Pablo. Yeah. You right, fly yeah. around. Thank you, pa- Thank Pablo. You. On this episode of I Love Lucy, Lucy. Yeah, and serious. <laughs> I mean, planters Lord. nuts. We don't know planters nuts. Okay, fine. Anyway. Um, you're, you fly around a lot. A United Airlines flight had to be rerouted to San Francisco after 15 minutes the other day because two passengers got into a fight over the middle armrest. <laughs> Is fighting over the armrest a big deal or no deal? That's a big deal. You got to win that battle. <laughs> <laughs> well done, brother. Well done. <laughs> that is true, though, dude, because honestly, like you're sitting there. The other person's sitting there. Who's really entitled to this armrest? I'm not sure, but I'm here first. I think the guy in the middle. I think the guy in the middle should have it because he's got the worst seat. So he should nah. be entitled to having that. that I'm, middle not, I'm not with you. The most of the no. I, You're not with me? No, I fight for my armrest, dog. I fight for it. <laughs> I fight for yeah, it. I'll, I'll steer you down, just, too. Get there early and just stay there the whole fight. <laughs> I, you know what I'll do? I'll touch you. And make you uncomfortable. <laughs> That's how this fight started, probably. And hey, by the way, what is the guy in the middle supposed to get both both of them? On his exactly. right and his left? Because you didn't uh, plan ahead maybe. and avoided the middle seat? Yeah, I guess I guess I see your point. Yeah, but it is a big deal that people are getting onto fights on airplanes in the middle of the air over a freaking armrest. What's wrong with us? No, what's wrong with the armrest? I mean, I think the pandemic hurt a lot of people. I think that's what people aren't used to flying anymore. They get there and it's like, what am I doing, you know? Pablo, you know what's the real problem here? And I know we got to play the game. But the real problem is, is the thickness of the armrest. If that they is simply true. slice them both in half, everyone yep. can have their own. 
Yep. That's true. That's the that thing. It's a simple solution. There you go. That's what that we is. do here. Excellent. All right. Keep yeah. it going, Greg. All right, Pablo, you are a big Philadelphia 76ers fan, right, sir? Yes. All right. So oh, right, they're playing right now. Yeah, are you watching or no? Yeah, they're, they're playing, playing right, right now. now. Yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching. Okay. You're supposed to be concentrating on the show, Pablo. Joel Embiid got dunked on earlier. I took a little break from the show. Joel Embiid got dunked on so bad earlier and took an elbow right to the face. It was crazy. All right, yeah. so Greg, ask him the question. Oh, it's basically yeah. just about the game. Is that now they're down 3-2. It's an under 10. They have a, a nine-point lead right now. If they lose, they're out. Is this a big deal or no deal? That's a huge deal. They need to win tonight. I mean, the, with the team they have and with the 26-point lead that they blew last game, they need to win tonight. So it's so, a big deal they're out tonight. Sidebar. Ben Simmons right now on two of six shooting has four points, five assists, seven rebounds, three fouls in an elimination game. Are you happy? Uh, no comment. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> on no, to the next he, one. He's been struggling a little bit. He's been struggling a little bit. But... <laughs> All right, Laura, you said you had one? I have a weird one, Pablo. So mm-hmm. your parents are Mexican. And mm-hmm. Los Bukis is reuniting after oh! 25 years. Okay, they're, they <laughs> they're having a concert. He wasn't even alive then, girl. You said 25. He 25. I know, but his parents were. Calm down. His parents were right. Your parents were alive, so they're making a baby. So is this a big deal or no deal? Do you know who they are, Los Bukis? Have you heard of them? I, I, know, no? I know who they are. Know, okay, good, because I, I was are, about to take your Mexican card, bro. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And she doesn't even like soccer, <laughs> which is a really weird move for her to make. <laughs> right. right. We went over this last time. He said it was not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a big deal, but for people of a different generation. I know he called no, no, but, but hold on, Laura, you're trying to get tickets for your mom. Like, I know, you know what I'm saying? So but of I'm course, taking her. He's, but he's right. It's a different <laughs> generation. You're trying to take your mom. That's true. That hey, is Pablo, true. do you have, um, like, if, if I said to you, hey, um, can you get tickets? Like, you feel like your association with the LAFC, you could actually get some, some bookie tickets? No, because it's at SoFi. It's not the bank. I understand, but he's a star celebrity uh, soccer player in town, and he works for a pro sports organization. Can you get four tickets for this show, please? No. I have no clue. I have to ask around. Okay. Well, it's for Laura and her mom. No, this is not why I did the question. Janice and her mom, too. Oh, yeah. My mom, too. No, she doesn't know who they are. Yeah. For all the moms, eh? All the mamas. For the mamas, yeah. All right, well, I was just wondering if you get tickets for him. Right, well, next. Pablo Cisniega, the LAFC, always fun to have him on. He's always willing to play and, and you know participate in our nonsense. Best of luck to you guys, brother. Keep it going. Let's go get some W's. And uh, thank you always for joining us, man. Appreciate you. Of course. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye, man. There you go. Uh, Pablo Cisniega, playing big. Good dude. What's what up, Laura? Is now why I brought up that question. I know, but you didn't have now to. Now I feel I like people him. are going to think that that's why I brought it up, no, and it wasn't. No, it's it's just right. a big deal in my community that they're okay. reuniting. Don't worry about it. Listen to me. I got you. I will ask everybody that comes on the show if they can get you tickets. <laughs> All right, Janice be texting me, too. <laughs> Janice, don't worry. I'm trying to get four, girl. It's I'm a good thing we four. don't have guests. 
<laughs> right? I know Cap would literally be asking everybody. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He'd be like, hey, bro, you're famous. Can you just get those bookies tickets for Laura and her mom? Right. right. Can you hook that up? Then the one that looks bad is me. <laughs> no, you don't look bad. Don't worry about it. No, no, no. No, you don't look bad. You look great because you're not asking. Cap, it's me. Cap is definitely willing to look bad for you. Don't <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, That's called teamwork right there <laughs> is you. what that is. Actually, he looks bad no matter who is for it. But, yes, he's very malleable that way. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. Exactly. Uh, anyway, let's go. Do we have time? Yeah, we have time to take a call here. Let me go to KC in Inglewood. KC's been – he just dropped Nick in Irvine then. Go ahead, Nick. All right, Mitch, go ahead. Somebody, anybody on the phone, go. <laughs> Jesus. Talk to hey guys, me. Happy Father's, happy Father's Day to everybody. Yeah, What's up, buddy? You, brother. What's up, sir? Stay blessed. Hey, I, I'm a Clippers fan. It's just about time. There's no way they're going to replace the ladies. There's no close. just want to see, you know, after today, I think somebody's going to be a first time, so why not the Clippers? I've been following them since almost Buffalo. That's all I am. Hey, one thing, you brought up great points about um, – when they just teach about, you know, business and other stuff. How about bullying? And you notice in history classes, they never get even to World War One. They never talk about the Bay of Pigs, right, George? That's right up your alley. You might be the only guy who knows about the Bay of Pigs, West Mississippi, right? Uh, they never talk about World War Two and all the atrocities of, of the Holocaust. I know I'm bringing up so much oh, here. Right. But thanks for taking my call. Yeah. No, look, there's a lot of stuff. To, we were talking about it earlier that just doesn't get taught in schools. You're right. There's, uh, there's a, a lot of stuff. For sure. Uh, by the way, uh, big Deer No Deal brought to you by our friends at Sam and Ash Injury Law. It's a big deal. You call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. So call my friends at Sam and Ash Injury Law at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. All right, we're going to do our weekly dump. Is that what we're doing in the next segment? Uh, we're basically uh, lazy and we're just, in, you know, at Sliwa and um, Travis and Sliwa know. do it every day. La- we're lazy, only doing though? it weekly. Is it lazy? I mean, we're I just that, more constipated. That's well, all it is. Well, right. So in other words, look, we prepare, prepare, prepare. We got so much stuff to talk about all week. And of the 100 percent of the stuff we plan on talking about, we talk about 20 percent of it. So we got 80 percent of stuff left over. You know, yeah, I don't know if we're lazy. But, and we only have a few minutes. It's lazy still. It's OK. But it's fine. It's OK to be lazy on Friday. That's the whole point. Can't wait for this weekend. Let's get going already. All right. Yeah, we know. We know you're ready. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Aaliyah today. We have an anniversary with Aaliyah on June 17, 2000. Try again by Aaliyah. Reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100, if you remember. That was from the movie Romeo Must Die. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Mm-hmm. We also have a couple of other anniversaries. We have a ton of anniversaries. Uh, Wolf, starring Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer and James Spader, premiered 27 years ago. I would guess, I I think that's Jack Nicholson's worst movie. 
Oh, man. Is that his worst movie? I mean, it's He doesn't have a lot of bad movies. It's, it's up there. It's up there. I don't know if that's his worst movie, but I'm willing to say for the time being, yeah. Yeah, because I remember watching it as a kid and being like, yo, this is not good, bro. Um, I guess he was in Mars Attacks, although that was like an ironic. That was supposed to be a, a you know, satire. Right. It was satirical. So I'm not going to I'm not going to count that one. How do you feel but about Wolf anger was... management? Anger management with, with Adam Iron... Sandler. Adam Sandler. Not great. Not great. It wasn't yeah. very good. No, not great. Good. I don't think it was better than Wolf, though. I didn't believe him as a werewolf. You know, well, I mean, then it was Michelle Pfeiffer. Right. There was Michelle Pfeiffer also in the movie. Scott, do you not even know what that movie is? Well, Maybe we lost Cap. Well, I probably lost his internet. Yeah. Okay. He was really excited about Father's Day. He had to go early. <laughs> he is <he's> early. <laughs> <All right. Yeah. laughs> he just sent us a picture that his Comrex blew up, apparently, or something like that. So anyway, uh, Laura, can we have some music for the dump? You know, it's always easier to dump with music, I think. Not sure what a dumping song would be, but um... no, that that the the little uh, music she uses after. Uh... Okay, that works too. All right. Yeah. Want the other one? I could play the other one. No, no I mean whatever. I mean the other works. one works. Too. This works. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't All right, matter. what we got? We so got? there is another anniversary that you haven't gotten to yet, but 17 years ago, Dodgeball came out. How do you feel oh, about the movie I Dodgeball? I love that movie. Do you like the movie, Elsie? I mean, I'm cool. I'm, Yo, I saw how? I how saw ironic. it once. The purple that snakes. Tell you everything. I saw it once. That how ironic, though. How ironic is the the Lance Armstrong cameo, though, now, in <laughs> retrospect. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Like, you know the truth, and then you, you have the nerve to do that anyway. I know in a movie, dog. <laughs> like, like, there are times in which I'll see a Lance Armstrong interview, and I'm like, you know, we should let it go. It's over now. Move right, on. Right. And then something like this would be like, no, nah, he was in our face with it. Forget that. I mean, the Lance Armstrong documentary from Showtime is out of control. Good. Hmm. Have you seen Have that? Have not seen it. Have not oh, seen it. Do yourself a favor. It's on demand. Go like if you got some time. It's a couple parts. Okay. But watch it. It is it's, incredible. I, I got to get through Handmaid's Tale first, and okay. then I'll I'll see. I'll see. Plus, I got to watch Loki. It's a very busy weekend. There's yeah. Juneteenth. There's Father's Day. There's Loki. Yeah, it's a lot. Man, Handmaid's like, Tale. I just can't. I can't do it. I mean, it's, my wife loves that show. Yeah, it's just it's too much. Not for me. You, yeah. you know why it's too much? Because it's C-SPAN with actors. <laughs> it is, man. Exactly like the, the, way the, to like the, the it. show is so close to what we're going through that it is unnerving sometimes. Yeah. And you're just like going, ooh, but this novel was written 30 years ago, though. So, uh uh-oh. Yeah, for sure. What's What's next? next? All right, so one of the things that um, LZ wanted to bring to the table today was that he was talking about how double rims, when you go to the the park, double rims, they suck, and you can't shoot on them. So I wanted to know, what's a sign that something won't work out? When you go somewhere, what is a sign that something's not going to work out for you? LZ, you can start. Well, oh, I mean, besides the double rims, which, by the way, shout out to Jalen and Jacoby. That's where I got it from. Um, Jamal Crawford and I were tweeting back and forth about it. I told him the time I remember shooting like three foot floaters and then rimming out because of that stupid rim. I hated that. But the ultimate sign for me 
is when I walk into a sushi restaurant and do not see any Asian people eating. Oh, I know. I'm with I you 100% on that. I will not eat there. I'm not eating there. Yeah, I agree. Or the flip side, you walk in and there's a lot of Asian people and you're like, I'm in the right place. This place must be good. Oh, right. oh of course. Yes. Right. There's yeah. a spot like that on PCH in Lobita. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to find the name of it. Just give me a second and I'll, I'll find it. What about you, Cap? You walk into a space, as soon as you see something, you know it's not going to work out. Oh, man, jeez. You were talking about double rims. Um, you know, I was thinking about that. The um, When a net at a park is metal, you know what I'm saying? Um, when, a, when a net is not made of, I don't know, material, like in a gym, but it's made of metal, so I just look at that. So it's not the nylon? You, you can't handle the chains? Yeah, the chains. Can't handle the chains. What is it about the chains? I don't know. It's a mental thing. I love that sound of the chains. Versus swish. Versus no, the chain is better. The chain, chain is, sound chain is, is so nice. Because the, the chain resonates across the park. Yeah, when you hit a, when you hit a switch, when you just hit it, you're like, oh, that sounded oh, good. Sounds so good. I think it was like, a I mental was block for me. And mental you know what's block. even sweeter? If mm. you can shoot it with a little air so there's silence before it goes through. Oh, <laughs> and you man. Toss it up, and all of a sudden, everyone's quiet and goes. <laughs> God, there's not enough chain rim or chain nets anywhere around here. Well, they rust. Ah, well, you know. Uh, well, I mean, probably more expensive. Someone thought it was a good idea, and then yeah. like the kids started to go climb up, take them down, and use them for weapons, and then you know, kind of. <laughs> well, that's going to cause real. problems. Yeah, it's kind of a problem. Kind of a problem. What about you, Greg? You walk into a spot, as soon as you see it, you're like, going, yeah, this isn't going to work out. My ex-wife? Oh. All right. That's <laughs> a, <laughs> pretty spot on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, no matter great. what it is. Greg, that was the answer. funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> very good answer. That's I pretty mean, good. Very accurate. Kind of true. Walk wow. into a library. Uh-oh. Yeah, this yeah. is not going to be well. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm turning uh, around. Yep, yep, it's yep, the end of it. Yep. What about By the way, you, Laura? Found found the sushi place that I was referring to that they're always Jap like it is full of Asian people. Wait, uh, lo, it's in Lomita, PCH, Okane Umi. All right. Really, really good. Really good. And it is a mom and pop like place that you drive by and be like, wouldn't even notice it. Unbelievable. Excellent. Yeah. What about you, Laura? You walk into the spot, you see what? And you're like going, this isn't going to work. You know, honestly, Greg took took my answer. If I would see a your partic- ex-wife, no, uh, <laughs> a particular ex, I was like, "Yo, I'm out. Like, I am a hundred percent out." They let him in here. No, we good. Let's go. <laughs> I gotta go. Hey, I, I got a I got a, a weekly dump for today. We yeah. did this earlier this week um, with a different version of this product. So we did Doritos Nacho Cheese flavor in 1972 anniversary. Well, today is the anniversary. Of the Cool Ranch, developed in 1986 today. Hit the stores. Mm. So it's the best cool of them all. Doritos are still good. They're bomb. They are good. They They're are good. good. Remember when I told you, George, that Ben Simmons was Derek McKee? Yeah. Getting close, man. Derek McKee ain't win no defensive player of the year, dog. All right. You did Ben close Simmons, man. All right. He didn't finish second. Derek McKee never finished anywhere near second. I'm just saying, man. It's getting close. I'm getting close, man. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Listen, De- Ben Simmons gets more open looks for people than anyone in this planet the last three years. 
I'm just telling you, man. It's an elimination game. And he's got six points. But that's not <laughs> what he does. He's only averaging 13 or 14 a game anyway. Man, he's a minus eight. He's got six points. I, I, honestly, you still fighting me on Derek McKee. I'm telling you, man, he's Derek he's not McKee. Derek McKee, stop it. That's he's ridiculous. Derek McKee, man. No. Derek McKee was a good player, man. No, he wasn't. He was a very yes, average player. No, he, he was, was a very player. average player. Yes, we've no. already had this conversation. Michael Thompson already told you he was a good player. Michael Thompson always gives credit to the dudes he played against. Michael Thompson ain't a good gauge. Hear this, Greg? This is passionate sports talk, like you wanted. That's I'm always say it, man. He's giving me coups right now. No, I know you think he's all Cooch. world, but he's I take Cooch, I take Ben Simmons on this team on the Lakers thirty seven times old. If if the Philly was that dumb to take um to take Kuz over Ben uh, straight up for Ben Simmons, good lord! I think Rob Palinka wouldn't even he'd like literally f- fly, but like before the phone hung up, he'd be in Philly already with the jet. All right, so Greg, you got to pay doing- that man. You know that, right? Right, you talking all that yang about He's Kuz. already been paid. He's already you under get, contract. You got to give that yang. man tens of millions of dollars to be the number two, and this is what he's giving you in the elimination game? You go on ahead and make that move. Okay. What were you saying, Cap? I was going to say that we were doing this dump, and I just wanted to ask you, because we got to this in the pre-show meeting, but Uh-oh. everybody said timeout. Uh-oh, we're, there's a scuffle. on the. In, uh-oh, Trey and Joel. It started with somebody else, but it's Trey and Joel now going out, oh. and they're being pulled apart. They're not being pulled apart. They are being pulled apart. Trey Young is five foot nothing. That ain't a pull apart. That's what we're going to save your life, young man. You, you know, oh, okay. <laughs> pull yeah. apart suggests they both got an equal chance of hurting each other. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> That's okay. What's Trey doing, man? You better yeah. stop it before you hurt your hand. 31 points, 11 assists, five boards. All right. We got one minute. Anything else before we dump out? Uh, we just wanted to talk about PDA this week with Benefer showing all that PDA. How do you feel about PDA? Oh, that's Listen. right. They Never make it out in public on yeah. purpose, okay? Stop well, it. Yeah, everyone makes out on pu- in public on purpose, George. No one accidentally makes out in public. Duh. I used to not do it. I used to not do PDA. All of a sudden now I'm I'm doing it more. Well, I am. Just anybody or somebody? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just randoms? Just yeah. total walk up to people and just start mugging down. Nah. Right, watch out, Laura, in case he starts driving an Uber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once your world's colliding. Yeah. Well, good luck to TiVo tonight. Yeah. Well, good luck and good luck. Yeah, good luck to yeah, Laura. Exactly. Got two chances right. to win. Yeah, I got a rat, man. <laughs> we done. All right, LZ, great work as always. <laughs> great job, guys. All right, Cap, great Sorry, work as Laura. always. Uh, much I love and happy Father's Day. I didn't mean to put your business in like that. Yeah, yeah, happy yeah, Father's Day, everybody. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Greg and Laura, great job. Uh, we will talk to you on Monday at 3.55. Shout out to TiVo. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.